Hi, and welcome to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. Uh, yeah, no cardboard cut out Chris today. Uh, I just had to check to make sure Nick hadn't left me as a cardboard cut out <laughs> saying that. Um, we have Nick and we have JB with, with us today. Uh, yeah, super, super early for me on a Saturday morning. Uh, how are you, JB? Everything's all good, buddy. We had a a nice interesting week there. Good to see the back of it. We've seen we've seen blood, which which was quite refreshing to see. It's almost like a certain channel had been calling for blood. So it's good to have the validity of the moves of the week. Um yeah. We've obviously seen the birth of the gaming channel, the, the daily streams now. So all in all, I think it's been a very good week here at Cheeky Crypto. How are you today, Nick? Uh, I've been I've been better. Obviously, yeah. The AMA yesterday, I told everybody that I'd uh, having more dental work done because I can't seem to avoid ever going to the dentist again. Uh, but yeah, I've got to have a root canal, so I'm on antibiotics and just like uh, waiting for this infection to die down a bit. Worse for wear this morning. Uh, mornings are definitely a struggle uh, at the moment, but um, hopefully by next week, you never know. You know, I'll feel better. And I'll be able to record a video without coughing. You never know. Right? We live in hope. <laughs> we can dream. We can dream. How are you doing, Chris? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, stupid purchase uh, is uh, on its way today. Uh, so I will be having my sauna delivered and installed, which is pretty cool. A nice outdoor sauna. Uh, any stupid purchases from your end, Nick? Um, apart from, apart from, apart from like, the studio and yeah. everything else that I'm doing. I had a budget in mind for everything I was doing on here. How, how much do you think it went over budget? Because it definitely didn't go under budget. I'm going to say at least 5%. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> um, we're, we're close to about 150% over budget. Well, you needed a better project manager. Uh, Who was project managing it? Uh, I was obviously, and uh, well, there, there we go. Like, you, should, you should have come to the project manager king. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you get excited yeah. when you start building, though, don't you? So, like, oh, we'll do, do this. We'll add this on. We'll add that on, and then the next thing, you know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's you're a, great fun. You're a, you're a project manager's uh, wet dream. You are, Nick. <laughs> so, so stupid purchase wise, is there any stupid purchases in here? Uh, or around here, the things that I've been doing that I would classify as stupid. I don't think so. I've not got anything unnecessary, unless you want to call the AC unit unnecessary. I think that's very necessary, and I think, well, Chris, I you would agree with that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say with no, because I haven't got one myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I need to get one. What about you, JB? Any uh, stupid purchases? Um, well, I, I bought more trainers, because I'm a sucker for a, a nice pair of trainers. Um, they're Aluminum, oh, not aluminum yellow, but they're bright yellow. You, you won't miss them anytime soon, so Cheeky. possibly that. <laughs> um, but as for stupid purchases, Luna Classic <laughs> is that perhaps a stupid purchase? <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen Luna Classic drop into the buy order I had set, I had set for about four, five, maybe six months. So that finally triggered last night. That was nice to see. Mm, that's awesome. cool. What about uh, a scuff controller? I heard that you're in the market for one. Well, I've not bought it yet. <clears throat> I'm stuck between a few things right now. I want a scuff controller. I want a G5. Um, <clears throat> I've been looking at a G7. I don't know. I need to do a bit more research as to what's going to be better for what I want it for. So, yeah. 
Yeah, there isn't a huge difference between the G5, G7, to be fair. Ideally, I want a 34 curved um, monitor. Yeah, Ideally, yeah. it's going to be predominantly used for gaming, but obviously, day-to-day work life, it's going to make things a lot easier as well. Um, so it's just deciding what it is I'm going to buy before I pull the trigger. It all depends on if you want a really good refresh rate or not, the gaming side of it. Yeah. Well, on that note, we have a few guys in chat this morning. We've got Joe Pena from Texas. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning to you, HBBA. And obviously, Scottish Big Mama. Where would we be without Scottish Big Mama? We got we got Peter as well. Good morning, you cheeky bastards. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's as well. Um, I, any of our audience make any stupid purchases, let us know in the live chat. Um, yeah, we'd be really interested to hear about other people's stupid purchases. Just something a little bit fun that, uh, you know, this all kind of really stemmed from when Nick uh, made a very very stupid purchase <laughs> of a um electric scooter could you just imagine nick scooting off down to the gym that he never went to for over a year um, it's not been a year i joined up in november i believe it's not november <laughs> it's pretty much november <laughs> in my mind more yeah. importantly did we get a bin update we've not had a bin update for quite some time the bin is is going strong it was finally delivered uh damaged uh and i decided that you know i'd take a significant uh discount um rather than faffing about sending it back and waiting for a new one that was just arriving uh dented each time so yeah there's uh there's no more updates on the bin it's uh it's uh it's just in operation now there we go so chris <laughs> you have jinxed the weather in the uk with that outdoor sauna yeah pretty much <laughs> simon, is, simon is advising the alienware 3423 dw monitor it's a I'm nice one. Perfectly, yeah i've yeah. never looked at alienware monitors have you not I, when i got the alienware um r14 i was like oh should i just get the monitors to match um <laughs> obviously i didn't as i went samsung but uh Nice monitors, nonetheless. Nice monitors. Um, Susie's had her stupid purchase, Tesla. Uh, it's going to be delivered before the PowerPoint to the house is yeah. going to be installed. Uh, yeah. good, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel you on that one. Um, but yeah, Chris has definitely uh, jinxed the UK weather. Oh, what kind, of, what kind of Tesla did Susie go for? I'd like to know that. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm interested there. But congratulations yeah. on that. You'll thoroughly enjoy it, I'm sure. Model X, got to be a Model X, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, would, I wouldn't have one personally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that the, uh, you get to see uh, so many that have gone wrong, so it, you know, installs in your mind that they're just not yeah. reliable. It's exactly that. I'm no longer on the NDA, so I don't mind talking about it. <laughs> so when I went in there, I had the perception that the Model S was, you know, the pinnacle, the Model yeah. X the pinnacle. You don't realise how... They were great when they came out originally, but they've never developed the way they're built. Um, it's like lagging technology to an extent. The Model 3 and the Model Y, they're built a lot better. They're just generally, in my opinion, they're better cars. So it's eye-opening to see. Okay, mm. Fair enough. Cool. Well, let's uh, <coughs> seg- segue into to some crypto chatter. Um, so I'll, I'll start talk uh, with, with a, a bit of a talk on cardano um massive yeah. news cardano i should have labeled it cardano you should have labeled it up Cardano. to be fair was, that's why i was asking what did you label it up <clears> as <throat> uh, 
this is like you know rather interesting and um i imagine that many people won't have even seen it and i imagine that it won't even be in the media um but there was a, a like a very lengthy i want to say ama but it wasn't really an ama it was more like a download from singularity net uh around all the different like projects on the ecosystem i did share the link in in our discord um i was watching it live chatting with uh janet and um yeah charles popped up um a few hours into it um and they were talking about singularity net's partnership with cardano uh, and all that side of things and it was it was rather interesting they got onto you know how ai uh, could be uh, and is likely to be utilized on the cardano ecosystem and uh, one of the things was uh, discussed around governance and um, DAOs, which was really really interesting that you could have i guess ai like basically um completely controlling um like governance of of DAOs and and the voting mechanisms like basically it comes up with its own decisions uh on what the vote should be and uh like runs it all um and yeah it sounds really really interesting definitely does yeah i mean this is um something that we were talking about way back when the the partnership was first announced and when uh, we found out that uh they were going to uh, singularity were going to move over from ethereum to cardano and we'll see we're mm. talking about these things about how important it is to see you know some artificial intelligence based projects really developing in an ecosystem that will allow it to to flourish right and you couldn't do that on ethereum for the obvious reasons of gas fees and stuff like that and then the move over to um cardano and we we're talking a lot back in 2021 around how projects building on Cardano might be able to utilize artificial intelligence. And uh, just in the same way that when you see these partnerships with Chainlink and stuff with uh, with Cardano or... Um, oh, I forget the name of the other one now. Um, not Charlie Free. There was another uh, API3, right? These kind of protocols that are building and, and people are able to use those oracles um, you know, on Cardano. It's the same for, for AI, right? And so the idea of, of kind of artificial intelligence and as big artificial intelligence as Singularity Net on the Cardano ecosystem isn't something to kind of just overlook. But it did appear that since 2021, so many people were overlooking that, that factor. And it's good to say that um, it's finally starting to take some uh, <clears throat> uh, I guess kind of get some headline space. I think it's good. No, it's not going to get any headline space because nobody's going to have seen it, or very few people are going to have seen it. Um, I think like a lot of the AI stuff on Cardano is going under the the radar massively. Um, I think that Cardano is going to be the the blockchain of artificial intelligence and machine learning. And I don't think people quite realize it. I really do think that um, that partnership with Singularity um, is going to be very uh, apparent in two years' time uh, when AI is being used uh, more effectively on the blockchain and, more importantly, the Cardano blockchain. I just think that there's so many uh, opportunities to uh, utilize the uh, technology from SingularityNet, be it from uh, 
metaverse gaming um you know as a as a, an example governance i mean could you imagine the govern governance uh, model uh, integration with artificial intelligence and machine learning and stuff like that i just think that um if they if they do this right the amount of projects that would port over from other chains in some of the sectors that are able to basically elevate the customer experience through artificial intelligence and machine learning um it is going to be higher i imagine that the total value locked is going to you know grow exponentially and that's not even considering like the defi aspects of things on the cardano ecosystem the identification the privacy aspects of things that they're working on i just think there's there's just so much going on on that ecosystem and um unlike many other ecosystems i kind of feel like it's all been fought out well planned um, and peer reviewed, uh, as we all know. So, uh, I think it's um, it's going to be one of those where there's so much fud about Cardano, um, and there has been for the last God knows how how long. But when was it last out of the the top ten by market cap? Like it just hasn't been. Uh, even with all of that nonsense, you know, ghost chain and and all that sort of stuff, um, it's rather interesting and. Uh, yeah, like Cardano's <laughs> was about forty percent of my portfolio at one point uh, this year, um, and to be honest, I might start getting some more because I, I really do feel quite strongly about it. Um, but what's your thoughts, JB? I mean, it's, it's performed um, unbelievably well for something that's old technology. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> something that, that's um, absolutely slated about in the in, in Twitter and everything else. Um, I'm happy to see it. You know, I said that previously that the Singularity and Ada are the two biggest projects that I'm bullish about in the space. But to see them working together um, so closely, it's fantastic news in my eyes. It's it, it screams bullish, um, and I think what's going to happen is obviously, like everything else you see in the space, there's going to be a mass change in narrative about Cardano, and then. In the next bull run, you're going to have all these influencers who may at one point have slated Cardano. Are going to be, oh, it's this, we called it, and hmm. this is the future of blockchain technology, everything else Cardano related. So, you know, obviously, the, 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 this, this, um, the channel, Tricky Crypto itself, has spoke everything um, Cardano, everything that's building on Cardano. We see, we still don't even see uh, Midnight come to surface yet. Everything performing with Jed, so is it really a bad thing to talk about with Cardano? Maybe, maybe they are a bit slow, but again, it's something that we have covered here. They're slow for a reason. They don't put anything to market until it's ready. And I'm, I'm, I'm a Charles fanboy. <laughs> And, uh, I was going to say uh, that. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate why he does what he does. I mean, we've seen everything that happened with Solana, the amount of downtime, the outages. You don't see it with uh, Cardano, and for the very reason that they, they don't rush their pro uh, products to market. You know, it's, you, you can't really speak bullish enough or promote the project enough if you were going to be promoting it, which mm. um, did you Did just, you catch my video yesterday on, uh, on Ada? No, I went straight to bed after the stream, yeah. so I'll be watching it this morning. Chris? No, I literally went to bed early. Well, Cardano has uh, partnered up 
with i say partnered up it's not sure i'm not sure if that's the right thing but cardano launched the uh future of smart contracts with akin um which basically is a programming language that is so, so easy to, for developers to understand and use and now they can basically write smart contracts on cardano using the akin programming language yeah like this stuff is uh is no surprise like Charles has been talking about this for for some time, having you know the ability to to program in you know all these uh, readily used um, languages. And I've said that I think the programming language and the inability for the masses of uh, developers that there are to to go straight onto Cardano because of the programming language is really what's slowed down the uh, adoption of, of of cardano's ecosystem but even if you look at total value locked nick it's like trebled mm. like since the beginning of the year so no, i um, think um this partnership i don't know i keep calling it a partnership i'm not sure if it is really um this akin or akin language um is going to enhance that it's going to speed up the amount of developers who are building on cardano mm. and as a result of that more total value locked along with all the staking that's locked the the shrinkage of the supply of ada <laughs> is getting to a ridiculous point well as soon as a little bit of demand comes in this thing is launching and it isn't going to be slow about it um i, I honestly do think that cardano uh, will have selling pressure as price increases naturally staking obviously allows for it to automatically like withdraw it instantly and sell it if you wanted to um <clears throat> But total value locked and DeFi would operate differently. So Jed, uh, akin with building potentially like, you know, or allowing developers to build, you know, smart contract uh, DeFi on Cardano. I think we're going to see an explosive um, bull run for, for Cardano. That's my thought on it anyway. Like, it's hard not to be a fanboy of Cardano if you're generally like a fanboy of tech, right? Because... You know, there's there's a lot of projects in this space, and we've researched an awful lot of them. Um, you know, the likes of AVAX, fantastic technology underneath the hood, right? Like Cardano isn't like the only project in the space that you know we're kind of in awe of from a uh, tech fanboy kind of standpoint. Um, but like, I, I just think that it's head and shoulders uh, above many others just because of like the way they've gone about it the peer reviewed um you know not rush into market you know you've seen solana rush to market and you know look what happens it's it's down regularly ethereum you know um kind of been building as 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 it goes um but i, I just think that it's just been so well thought out and i think that it's going to go on to do really well but i think there are others that are going to stand out and and do really well the likes of near protocol i think polka dots another one cosmos layer zero um oh. you know for, well you know we didn't the... make it up so you know, be yeah, a yeah we, layer zero. We, <laughs> i mean like you know as you know the the tech fanboys that we are we we completely designed uh the architecture for layer zero apparently we made that up um but it is true it, it, there is such thing as a layer zero there is actually the uh such thing as a layer three nick uh, a lot of people don't talk about layer three um but we won't get into <laughs> to, to that because <laughs> i probably made that up too um like jet i jest uh, of course but um 
yeah, look, I think uh, the likes of VeChain are, are going to go on to do really well. But I think they're going to do really well, some of these other projects, for other reasons. Um, you know, I, I do think Cardano is definitely one of those that, that stands out immensely. So let us know down in the chat if you've got any questions about um, Cardano or anything <coughs> either related to see if there's anything the community wants to know about it that maybe we could answer here. But I also agree with it, you know, the transition to Voltaire, the whole, the governance aspect of ADA, the way it's going to change there. I think, you know, there's, there's, there are big things coming for ADA. And as you said, the, the, the altcoins in the project, the smaller, the other projects in the space, behind the likes of Bitcoin, Ethereum, so your, your Cardano, your ADA, these projects are AVAX and everything else. They're going to do phenomenally well. And it, I do think this next pull is going to be hyper interesting to see what the top 10 is going to look like and what position everything's going to be sitting in. I think there's going to be a few surprises in the space. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. some new entries. Have you seen what's yeah. trending today? <laughs> is it is it is it Algorand? It is not Algorand, funny enough. <laughs> I, I, I jest, of course. Uh, Number one he's... trending. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you is know, it. It's not looking at it. Enlighten me. I'm not looking at it. No. Arbitrum. Oh, like that's been trending for like months. Mm. For the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, it's trending um, for the obvious reasons that it, it has got some interesting potential. Oh, it's got huge potential. Um, and like, whilst a, a lot of people were, were selling, um, I was kind of of the belief that maybe some of this shit was done deliberately. Like the, the, the failing of uh, the airdrop, I'm going to label it up. I think it was deliberate. Uh, the ignoring of the, uh, the governance proposal. Again, I think that was deliberate. Uh, I think this was a way to just get people out of the out of the space, uh, out of the the project, shake people out, uh, whilst big money was uh, definitely buying. Uh, I was part of that smart group of buying, uh, as you would know if you're a Patreon member. Um, I, I just think that you don't make those sorts of you know blunders. Um, I I just look at the project. So I just think that it's uh, it's it's got a, a really Really uh, big opportunity to eat into to Matic's uh, market share. Obviously, everybody knows that I was a big fan of Matic, made an awful lot of money off of Matic. Um, but I think Arbitrum is going to be my my pick for the next bull run. I think it's going to it's going to eat in. I think it's already eaten into to the market share. Okay, so let's let's park that for a moment. Let's actually get back on uh, the subject matter of Bitcoin. $35,000 or $25,000. Let's hear your thoughts and opinions, JB. I don't think we're going to see $35,000 for quite a while. I think maybe too early to say it, maybe too early to call it, but I think we are now starting the move to the downside. Now, I know there's the potential there for this next move up, but I'm going on what I can see starting to develop here that i feel that we are now on the move down that this is just the first part of it we'll see mm. a re relief rally then we'll continue down we'll then see another relief rally then we'll continue down perhaps another relief rally then continue down so to draw your question out and answer it i think we'll see 25 before we see 35 <laughs> nice um 
watch my 10 o'clock video uh everyone it's uh it kind of echoes a bit of what gb was just saying there uh well, interesting. I'm glad you didn't just say watch my 10 o'clock video because i've said the complete opposite <laughs> <laughs> no not at all chris what's your thoughts um 25 35 50 we're going to 24 million dollar bitcoin <laughs> well i i think bitcoin is going to minus 1 billion at the minute um like it's it's uh, people to take uh, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, you have to pay uh, pay people to take it off your hands. No, uh, I joke, of course. Um, I I do think that we're in alt season, Nick. So uh, oh, that, I forgot about that, alt season. That price of Bitcoin <laughs> is going to go right down to like fifteen k, and uh, alts are, are now going to to moon uh, again. I joke. Um, look, I <laughs> what's I the think... favorite altcoin of of these moon boys? Do they have a favorite these days? Um, I, I really don't know. I don't. I don't watch them that that close anymore because, like, it just winds me because up. They're wrong all the time. Hey, so, so, look, um, <laughs> I think we're, we're likely to see 25k before we see 35k. I think, you know, like, for me, that's a, a certainty. Um, but this is this is it because the other day we we were uh talking, we were like, we wonder what the uh bullish narrative is going to be now that you're, you're starting to pull back we haven't seen a huge pullback it's 10 percent. like it's not it's nothing to rave about it's not like we've just seen lower lows or anything like that or you know i, I and i get people making those comments but what what do you think that the spin is going to be nick oh it's common for a 10 20 percent move in a bull market so, so let, let me let me read it to you it's normal bull market shakeout corrections usually <laughs> ranging between 15 percent and 30 percent bitcoin is down 12 percent. be patient it's not time yet so look that that's that's the narrative that you're going to get from the bullish uh individuals in in the space at the moment um so yeah i i just I think twenty five's the you know is more realistic than than thirty five. I, I do think that we're going to go lower. You know what I find quite interesting though for an alt season where money rolls out of Bitcoin and goes into the altcoins is that mm. Bitcoin's down ten percent, Ethereum's down eleven percent. Uh, you've got XRP down thirteen percent, Cardano down thirteen percent, Dogecoin down eleven percent, Matic down twelve percent, Solana down twelve percent, Polkadot twelve percent, uh, Litecoin ten percent. Uh, Shiba Inu 8%, Avalanche 11%, 10% on wrapped Bitcoin, well that's kind of redundant, 11% on Uni, you've got 11% on Cosmos, you've got 13% on Stellar Lumens, uh, and so I wondered to myself, if it's going into the altcoins, shouldn't those altcoins be in the green? Yeah, they, they, they should be, <laughs> but they're not, going, they're not going in there. Look, like people have got to, uh, in my opinion, look at the, the, the bigger picture, I mean, uh, <laughs> like you, you, you've even got like, um, what is it? Uh, let me find it here. Um, the CEO, Larry, of Larry. BlackRock, uh, Larry, he uh, sold seven seven percent of his stake in BlackRock. Uh, this is what we were calling about uh, a little while back. We were saying. Um... All these people that were super bullish were setting off stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, like such a such a bullish signal. Such a, it is like, such a bullish signal. Like you had Elon like, Musk selling, but it was okay. I was only selling my stock because I needed to buy Twitter, or I was only doing this because I wanted to do X, right? 
And it's like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't believe the words, just follow the actions. And yeah, here actions, we are. actions speak uh, much louder than, than words, right? I do like what Joe's saying in the live chat, though. Moon boys say zoom out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they're zooming out far enough, right? are they? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what, so you what, zoom what? out on the hour, hourly as we uh, <laughs> we rebound a percent. <laughs> so what's quite interesting to me as well is you see the fear and greed index coming through. So what was it over the last 24 hours? Three, three or 4% we dropped in, in the price of Bitcoin. Yet the fear and greed index went from 50 up to 53%, even though it was still dropping. Yeah. So... As, as obviously we've said quite a lot in the channel, the the narrative in the space is obviously very telling. But for me, that's a total confluence that you see the fear and greed index moving more to greed, but the market's dumping. Mm. There's a bit of a, a crosshair of issues there. Well, it's retail are just like um, I, I I understand it to a point, right? That there are pockets of people who just want to be told exactly what to do. I'm just going to do that, and I'm not going to think for myself. I'm not going to do my own research. I'm literally just going to find someone that I think I can trust and follow what they tell me. Right? There's a huge pocket of people with that, and that creates a huge issue with FOMO, right? And these people just kind of throw money at the market and blindly believing that you know now they've bought it, the prices can't possibly go down any lower than where I bought it. It's impossible, right? The bull market, right? And, and it's really unfortunate. And uh, <clears throat> I, I almost feel sorry for those individuals. I almost feel sorry for them. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's hard to feel sorry for someone who is unfortunately being, uh, is being, doing themselves a dis disservice right, by not doing their research and by not doing their own due diligence and just wanting to be told what to do. Um, this space just isn't really for individuals like that, in my opinion. What's your, what's your thoughts, Chris? Uh, I think like that's the number one way to get absolutely wrecked. I, I see influencers um, on, on Twitter. I see them everywhere. Bloody everywhere. Um, can't get rid of them when you're on social media, can you? You can't. Because um, <laughs> what happens, Nick, is people will tag you in it and be like, what are your thoughts, Chris? Um, you know, and you end up getting embroiled in it all. Um but yeah, look, you, uh, I'm seeing lots of influencers talking about like, if you were watching me since 2017, you'd now be a millionaire. Like I've got many millionaires that, you know, uh, I've made basically in a nutshell. And it's, uh, it's like, well, how many, how many projects went to zero in that time? And how many people actually lost an awful lot of money? Because a lot of the calls actually haven't been that accurate at all. Um, and you know you can position it however you like but um reality if you go through the the videos that are still there that haven't been removed because they were rug pulls um you you will see that the, there isn't that much accuracy there and i'm not talking about just looking at thumbnails and looking at video titles because you know, most of those you need to kind of just you know get over them and actually watch the the content, the content is really what should draw you uh, into continue watching, like on a regular basis, or deciding not to to watch on a regular basis. In my opinion, the thumbnails and the titles aren't really for the current, um, you know, uh, people that are subscribed and, and regular viewers of the channel. They're really to to get new people in to 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 watch and then go oh i really like this or decide not to watch it you know whatever their preference is it's really for the the people that haven't stumbled across the the channel 
to to get them in. But um, I, I I do think that there's there's lots of misinformation, and uh, if you're not careful and you do follow the the wrong individual, just because maybe they've got you know five hundred thousand followers uh, or subscribers or or a million or two million. Um, you know the number of followers doesn't necessarily um i guess uh, demonstrate how accurate the information is and i think a lot of people misunderstand that they they see that there's like a, a million a million and a half uh, subscribers and they think well that's that's validation but what they haven't seen over the last 5 5 years is the amount of competitions that they've done giving away x amount of cryptocurrency uh, you know, uh, basically buying followers is is what they've been doing for the last five years. And then obviously, you know, you have that compounding effect where people are like, oh, this person's got half a million subscribers. Uh, they're legitimate. I'll follow them. You know, and uh, I, I think it's such a dangerous thing to do. You've got to do your, your own research. There's zero substitute for it. I'm actually working on a course um, that goes over in great great detail on how to do your research uh, i mean I've, I've spent months on it um i think i'm like 28 slides in uh in the development of it um and i've recorded about nine videos which is like maybe three sections of <laughs> of the uh 28 uh slides so um i didn't want to be that person like everybody else that's like oh you should go do your own research i wanted to actually like you know, have some tools in order for people to to be able to do their research and know how to do it. Um, and on top of that, um, I've kind of set up a bit of a community initiative to also support people uh, do their research around, um, you know, people that have had uh, or um, been part of rug pulls and scams. Because, you know, in all this time that I've been doing research, one of the things that, you know, I, I say is really important is team. Um, but one of the things that isn't out there, like information wise, is like a central hub that you can go to where you can see every individual that's been involved in in a scam project, for example, because that would be such valuable information to be able to go all right, okay, I really like this project. Let me have a look at the team. Right, okay, let me uh, cross-reference the names and see if they've been involved in any uh, projects that were a scam or a rug pull or, or a fraud or, or whatever. Because um, that would just save so much time. Um, you know, it's not to, to mean that the individuals that, you know, worked at, you know, X company or, you know, within a, a project were actually involved in the scam. They might not have even known about the scam, but the fact that they were involved in one, you know, at least it's better to know than it is to to not know. Um, because many of these people have been involved in scams outside of the crypto space, uh, you know, particularly with like FTX, um, you know, one of the um, senior uh, leadership uh, individuals um, was involved in um, scams back in the the nineties, uh, and if we had some sort of central place that we could go, we'd go. Oh, okay, this guy was involved in scams in the nineties. Like, you know, we got to probably like start to question things. Um, I, I think this this stuff is 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 really important, and uh, it's our, our way of trying to go that extra mile to to help people understand crypto a little bit better and uh, stay safe in the space.
Well, I think Joe Pena down in the, the chat here has highlighted it very well, that the best tra- best part of this channel is the actual data and not the hype. Um, mm. Thank you for the comment. Obviously, it's much appreciated. We need to, I'd like to see these comments coming in. But that that is like so abundantly true that, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not hype-infused in, um, data that comes out here. It's data-infused hype that comes out. Mm. So... When you when you draw everything back that's happening in the market and you actually go back to the fundamental basic of what's going on, the data that you see in front of you, that's where you take the narrative from. Not by going on to Twitter, getting false narratives that the, the these potential pump and dumps that you're never going to know about until you're wrecked. So yeah, um, I fully I fully adhere to everything you said there that yeah, it's it's data driven um facts that come from here, not hype. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Nick? Anything yeah. you want to add? <clears throat> no, I mean, obviously, data is is key, um, and not necessarily the words that people say. It's really important. Uh, obviously, you know, I do a lot of technical analysis, as does JB, um, but we can't forget the fundamental side either. But essentially, what I what I'm I guess I'm trying to say is that you follow the actions of people, and you follow the actions of the data, and not words that are usually accompany the the data right so you'll see this from time to time uh, if you if you pay attention to like the crypto media uh, you'll see that they'll quote people right and uh, they'll have charts and stuff that other people and other in air quotes guys analysts uh, have kind of put out in this space right i think a lot of it is paid content but nonetheless right you see that these articles are written and they reference a chart of some other influencer or charting analyst or whatever and then they go ahead and accompany that image of a screenshot of a chart with a bunch of words right and how that particular person writing the article is interpreting the data um and usually that's actually the probably the riskiest part right because that interpretation might not be correct we've seen this with uh, people misusing the wallet data that i do on the channel right you've seen this from other influencers who have taken those and then they've run uh completely missing <laughs> what the data is telling them to kind of suit their own narrative right um, and so it's important that you look at the data you understand how to read the data and there's lots of different resources out there to how to chart or how to read a chart and how to understand data sets and stuff like that because i think you know being a data analyst is going to help you massively uh, above and beyond just paying attention to the words that people are saying. Um, and if you're able to see the data and understand what the data is telling you, then you can find out who's bullshitting you and who's not, um, essentially. So, yeah, I think um, follow the actions, not the words, is probably the, the thing I would say. So without giving anything away, have you seen anything interesting, concerning, or whatever other superlative you want to use in the wallet counts this week? Um, obviously, we've seen some volatility. Uh, so we saw 10,000 Bitcoin wallets. Uh, it sounds really bad when I say it like that. Wallets that have over 10,000 Bitcoin in them, right? And decreasing a little. Uh, we saw sharks dumping aggressively. Uh, this is 100 Bitcoin or more per wallet. We saw them coming down. They actually started to come back in a little bit. We saw some volatility with the Bitcoin whales, 1,000 Bitcoin or more. Um, uh, retail still being retail. They're still FOMOing in. But, JB, I know what you're actually referring to, which is some dormant wallets, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of locked wallets or <clears throat> unused wallets. We'll say maybe somebody that's lost their hard drive or whatever you want to call it. Regardless, we're seeing some um, 
vast amount of Bitcoin now becoming active again. So there's obviously you see it in the Discord under the the what section is it? And actually I should have had the words to hand before I even started talking <laughs> about it. But we see these wallets um is it whale alerts that comes up under, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we see these dormant wallets being woken back up and there's a hell of a lot of Bitcoin in it. But one of the things I did see on Twitter Again, it's on Twitter, so we don't know how true it is, but one of the wallets was apparently bought... Is it 1,000 Bitcoin was in the wallet, or 900 Bitcoins in the wallet? But the guy only paid $500 for that Bitcoin. <laughs> so if you had paid $500 for... Let's just say it's a 1,000 Bitcoin. Are you going to sell it right now? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on your circumstances, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, Nick and I spoke about it the other day. If you had that Bitcoin there, you only paid the $500 for, sell half of it, yeah. retire, and then ride the other half to, to the moon. To the moon. To the moon. Yeah. I, like, you, you just take enough, right? So 6,000 Bitcoin, offload 2,000 Bitcoin, keep the 4,000, ride it. That's yep. what I would retire personally happy. do. Have a nice house in the Bahamas. There's a few of them sitting empty right now, as we alluded to earlier. Um, oh, that wasn't even on the stream. The, the, there's a few houses in the Bahamas that are empty right now, so you probably don't even have to pay to rent them. <laughs> you fine, just, just go over and have a holiday. <laughs> well, to be yeah, fair, rent, like rent um, one off of uh, Sam. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm sure we'll have to sell them cheap soon. Um, yeah, I'm probably gonna have to go. It looks like my stupid purchase has turned up early. I think it's it was about time to wrap up anyway, but um, mm. no, it's all cool, it's all good. Um, okay, cool. Well, we'll be back for another uh, podcast on Tuesday, a uh, live one that is, but uh, we'll get some regular content out here every day anyway. Um, but yeah, so thanks for joining us today. Um, we'll be back for another podcast on Tuesday, uh, 9am UTC plus one. Um, any last thoughts from you guys? Just looking forward to... to um... Monday's AMA. I'm looking forward to it. Any particular reason? I'm just looking forward to just it. Just looking forward cool. to it. I'm, I, I just think that there's going to be some volatility <laughs> this weekend on Bitcoin, to be honest. JB, I'm not sure if Chris has told you I need support on Monday for the AMA. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't know, but okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's all right, good. I, I'm going to have to shoot. We'll have to go. All right, guys. We'll catch right. you uh, on the next one. Until then, have a fantastic weekend. Thanks, yeah. guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. I'm actually going to have to